It is, if you didn't know, World Dense Breast Day. It's intended to raise awareness about the importance of breast screening, breast density, and other screening tests women should consider, and here's the key word, after their mammogram. Joining us in studio, she wrote a fantastic op-ed, is Linda Hansen. Welcome. Hi. I, I read this op-ed, and, and I, I think I told you during the break, I have several women friends who are going through this right now, different levels of, of concern, but it, it just it, it rips your heart out when you see a, 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 just a woman who's alive and living, living her life, and then all of a sudden they get that diagnosis. You faced that reality. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. Um, after you hear the words, you have cancer, all the rest of it, I don't remember anything that was sure. said after that. Um, I was relatively healthy, I thought. Um, a friend and I were training for a sprint distance triathlon, and don't get too impressed. Our goal <laughs> was simply to finish upright under our own power, hey. and we called the end of it the walk. Um, <laughs> you, but you called it a triathlon, so that right there, that, re- that would have ruined You're in the, the upper out. echelon of respect when you say triathlon. It doesn't matter how fast you did it. But well, that proves your point, that you were active. You weren't just like, oh, I worked out maybe twice a month, you know, like, got my shoes on, you know, it's like, you were truly yeah. taking care of your body. Yeah. Um, and pay- making a point of taking care of your health. I tried. I mean, I'm certainly not perfect, but I'm probably more typical than perfect, but, you know, you, you try. I had kids, I was working full-time, and you do what you can. Um, and like most women, at the time they were recommending mammograms start at the age of 40, and I started when I was 40. And I had an annual mammogram, and I showed up like clockwork, and like clockwork I get the results telling me they didn't see anything. And I thought, great, this is wonderful. And I also thought, because no one in my family that I knew of had ever had breast cancer, I had this false feeling that I was safe, mm-hmm. and I couldn't have been more wrong. I went out one day to run. Now, mind you, I hate running. <laughs> this was <laughs> the only thing we have in the common. <laughs> only day in my entire life I decided to try and go running before work because people seemed to like it. I didn't. Um, but every time my right foot hit the ground, I felt a pain in my right breast. And I thought, this doesn't seem right. Uh, Something's going on here. So I got back to the house, called my doctor. He asked me to come in. And then he sent me to a a breast specialist who examined me, looked around after everything and and said, "Um, I think you have breast cancer. And I was floored. Because did you feel it after? No, like, did you I didn't touch and I, I, I did. I did. Ma- I did my monthly exams, although you know I miss sometimes. Sure. Um, and I never felt what I thought of as a lump, but the day that it started hurt to hurt, I also I also noticed that as I was standing in front of the mirror, mirror putting on deodorant, I raised my right arm and a dent appeared in my breast, and I thought. That's not normal. Yeah. And then I squeezed my breast from each side, which isn't what they tell you to do. And the right one felt heavier and, and harder than the left. So I knew something was going on. But it never occurred to me that it was breast cancer because I'd had a clean mammogram five weeks earlier. I see the headline in your, on your op-ed. You followed the rules and still got breast cancer. Oh, yeah. And... There's no shame in breast cancer. A lot of people go, what did you do to get it sort of thing? There's nothing you can do 
to not get it? That's a shocking question, Linda. I'm, <laughs> I'm just not sure why, like, would, why would someone ask that question? Because they're afraid they're going to get it, and oh, they yeah. want to know what I did so they cannot do whatever it was that I did. Avoid that behavior. Yeah, yeah. and I understand it. It's, it is. It's an odd question, but you get it. People will tell me, you know, you probably ate too much sugar. Oh, my goodness. If that was the test, we'd all have breast <laughs> cancer. Um and men get it too. They do. One in eight women, one in 800 men. So only 1% of the breast cancer patients are men. But men can die of it. Gilbert Brown's brother died of breast cancer. I've heard of that. How does the dense breast piece fit into this story? Sure. I wanted to know how on earth I could be found with stage four metastatic breast mm. cancer that had already spread through my lymph nodes and into my liver, set up shop there. Um, how did that happen? And that... It was explained to me that I have very dense breasts. And on dense breasts, the tissue in your breast looks white on a mammogram. And breast cancer looks white on a mammogram. So you're essentially looking for a snowflake on a snowball. You can't find it. It all blends together. So I understand why the radiologist didn't find it. What irritates me is no one ever told me as I was going through all these mammograms that I needed secondary screening. In 2018, the legislature in Wisconsin passed a bill, which is wonderful, that now they have to tell you if you have dense breasts, you are more likely to get breast cancer. Fully half of women age 40 and up have dense breasts, and we are responsible for 70% of the breast cancer diagnoses. Hmm. Wow. And You said 2018 is when that happened? Yes. But what we still don't have is insurance companies paying for the cost of that extra screening. And the out-of-pocket can be hundreds to thousands of dollars. My insurance company initially refused to pay for secondary screening because, hey, I just had a clear mammogram. Just on its face, that seems counterproductive. When, oh. you're, when you're dealing with, I think in your case, I think the op-ed said between 750000 and a million dollars for care. Yeah, every year. Um, my chemo drugs alone are $520,000 a year. My goodness. Um, I had a friend who's a physician ask me, well, I mean, if you go without cancer, you just pay for it out of pocket. He said, you have an extra million dollars sitting around that you can pay every year? Because I don't. You would play the lottery tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, even that, you know. It's it's a lot of money. Let's do this. Let's take a break. There's a lot more to the story because, like, a lot of people that are in your situation, you decide to do something about it, which I have a lot of respect for, and we'll talk about that. What you can do, a little bit of an action plan for all of us here in Wisconsin, men or women, to fix this problem, which you identified so brilliantly in your op-ed. Linda Hansen, our guest, Sandy Steve, WTMJ Now. Really important conversation. They're all important, but this one is especially important. And given that, uh, I think I saw on this in this op-ed by our guest Linda Hansen, in Wisconsin alone, more than five thousand women will be diagnosed with breast cancer this year. And the sad part of, the, of that is, seven hundred of them will die from the disease. We are talking about World Des- Dense Breast Day with our guest Linda Hansen. You've gone through this, so which I don't have circled on my calendar. I don't either. But I have them. So maybe I should. This, I mean, this is And thanks to Sandy for bringing this to my attention because I wasn't aware of it until she put it on our little outline. It's, a, it's, a, it's an important thing to talk about. It's very important, and so many people aren't aware of it. Um, the problem with... I was saying dense breasts don't mean big. No, it's no. It's the type of tissue that is inside your breast that can mask a diagnosis on a mammogram because the colors like you said i thought it was a great an- analogy of it's white 
And that's what your breast tissue shows up as on a mammogram. So like you said, looking for a snowflake in a snowball, very hard to detect. It is. And that's why secondary screening is so important. I ended up having an MRI. And when I saw the MRI film, I'm not medically trained, but I could tell there was something going on. One breast looked white, one breast looked black. Mm. And it was pretty obvious. It wasn't good. So for legislators in Wisconsin, for voters in Wisconsin, for all of us who live here, women who are dealing with this issue and families who are dealing and, and honoring the women they've either lost or they're dealing with this, this diagnosis right now, what's the action plan here? We, we talked about the 2018 bill. What else can we do and, and how do we get involved? Sure. The, the bill that is, pres- is going through now, um, it's Senate Bill 121 and Assembly Bill 117. What that bill does is requires health insurance companies to pay the costs, the full costs of the secondary screening so that you don't have to write a check for $1,000 or $2,000. I had to write a check for $5,000. Um, I wrote a check last October. I experienced not a cancer diagnosis, but had the dense breast, hey, you've got to go back in. And I remember it was a fun experience. It was back to the future day, one day last October. <laughs> the nurses, the doctor, we, we had a, a good time as you as much as you could going through that secondary screening and, and that situation, but it was not covered yeah. by insurance. And it's an investment in your health, but it still was an additional cost that was unexpected. Yeah, and while... I'm lucky I had a good job that paid well, and I could write the check. There are so many women in Wisconsin who don't have that, who don't have an extra $200, much less $2,000 to write that check. So this bill is for them. This isn't going to do anything for me. I've got metastatic breast cancer. I'm going to die of it. The doctors have been real clear. It's going to come back. Um this can help women in the future. If you get that secondary screening before you have actual symptoms of breast cancer like I did, you can find out if there's something going on. You can find out at an early stage, but you're not going to find out just going for a mammogram. On that point from the 216, thank you so much for having this conversation about breast cancer. I never knew or heard of dense breasts. That's, that's an amazing thing to read. You can only find out if you have dense breasts by getting a mammogram, they don't feel different. They don't look different. They don't anything different. It's not larger, smaller, whatever. It's just, you know, the luck of the draw, short or tall sort of thing. It's what you're born to have. And 70% of us with dense breasts, or we comprise 70% of the diagnoses of breast cancer. So I had a likelihood of getting breast cancer that I didn't know about. No one ever told me. And the doctors know about it. The equipment exists to get it done. We've got to save these lives. And that's why I'm here. I want to save the lives of women with dense breasts, get them to get out and be able to get that secondary screening that has the potential to save lives. 10% of us with dense, with our diagnosed Stage four is our first diagnosis. It's called de novo. So we have de novo metastatic breast cancer. And I I did an informal survey and asked 50 women that I know of that were de novo uh, metastatic breast cancer. Every single one of them had dense breasts. Hmm. Every single one. So those are lives that could be saved. 
those are the lives of women who will be saved by this bill. So there's, there's a way to go about getting this bill to pass. We made it easy. You go to your computer and you go to earlydetectionwi.com. So it's all word, all one word, earlydetectionwi.com. And you'll see a form that you can fill out. You put your name and address in that form. That will figure out who your legislators are based on your address. And you hit send and it sends a letter to your legislators telling them you want this bill to be passed. You think it's important. And I, I think it's important that all of those legislators who spend a lot of time arguing about things that a lot of us think are nonsense spend something on something that can save people's lives. And you are an absolute inspiration. And I'm, I'm so happy that you came in on, on, on World Dense Breast Day and, and, and shared your story because that cannot be easy to do. A personal story. We, we've, we've been around. All of us have been around these stories. Typically, those folks, family members, neighbors, I've lost tons of women in my neighborhood to cancer. They're not sharing those stories out loud in public. And I love the fact that you're actively engaged with our legislature, Senate Bill 121. Do exactly what you said. If you send me a link, I will put that out on my social media because I think it's that important. we got to do something about this. It's silly to, to spend so much money on treatment when a much smaller bill could catch it before it is deadly. The average cost of like treating stage one breast cancer are about $50,000. And then after that first year, you don't spend anything. With me, I will be getting chemotherapy the rest of my life. Every three weeks, I get it. I got it a week and a half ago. I got, I'll get it in another week and a half. I still go in for the scans and the doctor appointments and every twinge, every ache, every pain, every headache, every whatever. I end up calling my doctor. And he orders more scans because we were watching for it coming back. And you're dedicating your life to making a difference. When I went on disability and retired in 2017, I decided that I wanted to make my time in retirement worth something. I wanted to mean something. I wanted to do something good. And I've become involved in a lot of breast cancer organizations. And I spend about half my time writing things, calling people, talking to people, mentoring people, lobbying for laws, both here and in Washington, D.C. Um, I want to save lives. And if my life and my activities and what I'm doing saves the life of one woman, my life has been a success. Absolute inspiration. I'm, I'm going to cheer up here because this is a hard thing to listen to when someone tells you they got that diagnosis and there's not much you can do about it. There's things we can do about it. The action plan is simple. Senate Bill 121, contact your legislator. You said you, right in your op-ed there's about one-third already supporting. That's It's bipartisan. Yes. Breast cancer does not discriminate. It, it, it happens in people who are progressives and conservatives. Everybody gets it along all lines. And everyone's got a mother. You're a woman or you have a mother or you have sisters. Daughters. Daughters, nieces. I've got three daughters and a granddaughter, um, this matters. And it's going to matter in the future. We can save lives. We ought to be doing it. Absolute powerhouse. <laughs> Linda, you, you blew me away. Thanks for coming in. It's not easy to do, not easy to share those stories on World Dense Breast Day. And keep up the good work. 
stay as strong as you can. I know you're fighting the challenge of your life, but God, you're such an inspiration to me. And you can help out too. Earlydetectionwi.com is that website. And uh, it sounds like you've used technology to make it absolutely easy. Type in your name and address so you can automatically send a note supporting this early detection bill directly to the legislator of your region. It's it's so easy. And legislators listen. They get a lot of calls and letters. They will listen. Uh, If you want to call, you can. If you want to write your own letter, you can. But this is the easy way. It's not much easier than filling in your name and address and hitting a button. And I will promise, as we have legislators from this state on the show, we will ask them about this bill. Awesome. Let's put them on the record. Thank you. Linda Hanson, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much.